Real news. True, honest, and not fake news. This is my guest today with Real News. I have Eason. Hi, everybody. There we go. And we're going to talk about the most important real newest events happening in the world. And we're going to start off with the phone call Trump made that's causing a lot of controversy. Uh, and everybody's kind of going after him for that. Oh, boy. Another new week. Yes. Another new controversy. Yes. I like it. That. By the way, I have not prepared at all for this, so yeah, I'm I'm coming to this with a blank slate. I haven't even heard about this particular one. Oh, interesting. So, Sean, go ahead and explain it. <laughs> okay. What has he done now? <laughs> what has he done now? Trump has done many things, but specifically, uh, as Trump called her, wacky Congresswoman Wilson claimed that Trump said to a widow of a fallen soldier in an ambush in Niger, that was a major event that happened during the week, that he supposedly said to the widow on the phone that the soldier that was killed knew what he signed up for. Now, she didn't give any context for that. Nothing quite clear of how she heard about that. She claims she was in a car listening to a, I guess maybe somebody that had the phone call on, on the loudspeaker, and that's when she claimed she heard it. Uh, the chief of staff, John Kelly, who's like Trump's right-hand man, said that Trump never said that. And he actually recommended Trump did not make the call. Uh, to fill you in, though, John Kelly's actually a gold star father. He has, you know, um, I think it was a son that died in Afghanistan. So he's been through this. He's a four-star military general, so he's definitely uh, in the know-how of this. So Trump was asking for advice how to make this type of call because it's very difficult for anybody to have to do that. And he normally recommends not to make the call. He says that... Um, you know, it was actually very brave of Trump to make the call. But John Kelly, because he was talking about us during a press conference, he also said that Obama never called him when his son was killed. But, but, big but here. He said it was not a criticism. He did not criticize Obama for that. Okay. He said it's not a negative. Okay. Bush didn't sure. call many of the families that lost soldiers, probably because of the high casualties. He just doesn't have time to make all of these phone calls. If that's good or bad, that's up to you to decide. But... Kelly then said, um, this, this is the weird part of it, and I have to mention this. He said a congresswoman who stood up, Wilson, uh, and in a long tradition of empty barrels making the most noise, stood up there in all of that and talked about how she was instrumental in getting the funding for the that building. Now, Wacky Wilson, as Trump calls her, alleged that empty barrel is a racist term, but she didn't explain why. Uh, and she's also said that the White House is full of white supremacists. And, you know, so. What, what do you think of that bit right there? The ending bit? Every, the, everything the, I just the, sort of said. Yeah, I'll get your reaction to all that. Okay. Um, well, I'm not really, I, I guess um, I can sort of see the point of, like, what, like, the fact that Trump made the call in the first place is kind of like, you mm -hmm. know, he like like that sort of thing shouldn't isn't like really necessary from the president, you know? Cause yeah, it's like that's true. That, I mean, I can understand if he did some like Medal of Honor courageous thing, but if like it's just a fallen soldier, like I, like that that sort of thing has happened so many times that um, it's not really ne like the president's place. I feel to be mm -hmm. like caught like be on the phone. 
Like that should be more of like his like the generals who actually knew the guy because I'm mm-hmm. I I I don't know the full context of the story but I'm guessing Trump never actually met this soldier. We Not that about. I know of. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know he can say all he wants about him how he was a good patriot, but he didn't really know the guy. Yeah. So it's it feels kind of odd that he would even like bother making the call in the first place. Not to say it's not it doesn't cut, it probably wasn't coming from a good place because I'm sure it was. But I mean mm-hmm. you know, and that whole last bit you're talking about about how he always has to bring up Obama in this. Like, well, that was John Kelly to be clear. They brought John, that up. John Kelly. Okay, but yeah. still, it's and like, Trump they reference it right later. Yeah, exactly. Trump has to always mention how much better he is than Obama, like, which he is. Well, well, <laughs> at least I uh, actually got to talk to these soldiers. I'm like Obama, who didn't? Yeah. You know, this reminds me of the Boy Scout um, conference thing where. Uh, oh, is my mic? Okay. Yeah. Um, this reminds me of when he went to that Boy Scout conference, you know, and he spent oh, that like, was beautiful. He spent that entire time just like, like you know, talking about how oh well, I, Obama never went to a Boy Scout meeting, and look where I am, like, dude, okay. The crowd pray, praise him for that, so that's where I think as a speaker, you guys sort of like, you know, it, I wouldn't if I was, I probably wouldn't politicize that, but the crowd was cheering him on. I think everybody loved him, so I think he just kept going with it at that point. But I'm just saying that, I mean, the, the re- I feel like he's kind of still in, like, he has to always be beating Obama, even though Obama's not even playing the game anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I it almost feels like he's been in Obama's shadow for so long because, like, he's always wanted to have what Obama had, but he mm-hmm. hates Obama. Yeah. So, he has, so now that he's at that same level, he has to constantly be talking about how much better he is. Even though, at this point, I'm sure Obama doesn't give, give a, a crap about... Um, like whether or not Trump is doing more than what he did. I mean, like. Well, Obama always reacts to it though, and he always tweets stuff out. He's always criticizing Trump, so there's kind of that sort of like battle he's going on. I mean, Trump. Let's be real. He he doesn't like when people criticize him, oh, and yeah. you can say that's. I think there's a little bit of strategy involved, which is if you let people criticize you and get away with it, they're gonna keep do it. If you fight back, they're a little more scared to do it the next time. To help build his image, I guess you could say. But, you know, I, 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 I like the, going back to the first thing you said about like maybe this isn't his place to do it. That's kind of hard because I feel like, like you said, the generals have a more personal experience with the guy they right. met him. Right. At the same time, if you got a call from the president of the United States after your son died, like I don't care who the president was, I'd be moved by that. I mean, that'd be pretty powerful. Yeah, if he said the right thing. But according to this, I mean, it was kind of controversial about whether or not because this is i I, I I heard this is one of those things where it's like if you when you when you make that call it's like there are no good words (laughs) people people have tried and like they couldn't they they can't you don't know what you're gonna say to a grieving mother a grieving family yeah so and I'm, i'm sure trump is in the same position like just speaking like like I, I mean, I just like Trump and as much as the next guy, but um, I love him as much as the next but, guy. But, uh, but I, I, even I have to give him like the credit of you no, know, nobody could have. I don't know anybody who could have done like a perfect job mm-hmm. at condoling a family, which is why I think that he shouldn't have done it in the first place. Mm-hmm. I think it should have been, you know, it or maybe like if he was, if he did wanted to uh, console that mother, like maybe uh, write a letter or do something like like. A phone call, I don't think, was necessary in that mm-hmm. particular instance. But well, it's interesting because you know, as this controversy started to build up, 
a gold star widow released her phone call of trump she actually had somebody you know film her doing okay. the phone call what was that like and i think it was trump's first ever phone call to a, a gold star uh widow and i listened to the whole thing it was as good as you could ever get i mean he called the soldier an amazing guy he praised him he praised the widow he was talking about uh the kids that they have and he was saying like oh you know like your son's in a football like how's he doing with that you know stuff like that and they were you know it was like a you know personal sort of like conversation like talking about the family and all that and you know she was laughing through it you know trying to keep spirits up mm-hmm. and she did, later described it as a moment of niceness that we need because we were going through and i can't say this word on air but the opposite of heaven okay. <laughs> so i think i know you're gonna okay now i'm gonna put my tinfoil hat i know you're gonna lose it with me okay the thing that i think this is a ploy by the democrats now 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 hear me out hear me out wait wait wait, wait. specify what What's what's the being the ploy? You're talking oh, about yeah, the congresswoman. The, yeah, the congresswoman Wilson with the freaking red hat going after Trump for all this. I think what she wanted to do is like what the Democrats did in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, the uh, recover the relief effort was done smoothly. The governor said it was great. He praised it. He loved it. Every call we made was received. He said, and everything we wanted to get, we got. There was one mayor, one mayor, the San Juan mayor, who's freaking oh, yeah, out over that. this. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was a bunch of crap because the supplies had gotten there. They were being held up in the warehouse, and she wasn't doing anything about it. But she was able to get this nice little T-shirt that said, we're dying. I mean, that she could get well, quickly. Well, isn't, isn't like 85% of Puerto Rico, or Puerto Rico still without electricity? Yeah, but they're still getting it back. You know, I mean, but they still got the supplies there, the relief supplies. Power always takes forever to, you know, bring back. Like, even, like, at my house, when it goes out, like, sometimes we'll wait a week just to get power back. I know it's been longer than that, but with Puerto Rico, everything comes by either the sea or air. Exactly. It's not like... And that makes it really difficult. Yeah, the whole thing's very slow. I mean, I don't know. She probably was exaggerating a bit, but I could see why, why there would be some frustration if, like... You know, Trump is on air talking about how great things are going in Puerto Rico and how amazing he is personally yeah. for how he handled it. And then you're one of the citizens who still doesn't have power, probably still doesn't have clean water, like like uh. I like think they got most water. of clean water back. But I think I saw it on Reddit or something. Yeah, maybe now, but you know, it's been this has been like what a couple of weeks since they've uh. Well, I, yeah, came I, in. I, I don't so, know. So I mean, the story, they've but. they've been pretty they've been suffering pretty well and like. You know, there's there's still some frustration. I mean, even this is the kind of thing that a president has to deal with because even if it's not like his fault per yeah. se, people are still going to blame him because he's the the face yeah. of the And that's what's not that's not a Trump thing. That's like every president. That, has that to is deal every with president. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's I think what you're talking about with the frustrations now. How this is deployed by the Democrats? I mean, well, because I'm thinking <laughs> since General Kelly went really hard against the media, he's a gold star father he knows what this is like and he was with the phone you know with trump when he made the phone call okay. and he said it never happened that he said um that uh let me get the exact quote that uh the soldier died that died knew quote knew what he signed up for he says trump never said that only this one congresswoman is claiming this well what's- now i th- again i think it's just made to make trump look bad i know i can't prove I mean, this I- but I get. I'm getting that feeling because there's a. I'm. I'm sensing parallels to Puerto Rico here, where it's nowhere near as bad as they said, or it didn't happen like in this case. But they're doing it to make Trump look bad. And and in the end, 
I hate to tell him this, but it just makes him look bad. Because if they're going around saying this stuff... Makes Trump look bad is what you're saying? No, no, no. It makes the... Um, sorry. I keep using pronouns. How dare I? <laughs> it makes the uh, Democrats look bad because instead of focusing on policy, instead of focusing on um, working with Trump, making better deals, they're saying stuff like this where well, they're just attacking him for stuff that didn't happen. Well, I hate to blame, say it, but I mean, this is what the Republicans have been doing for the yeah. last eight years. So it's like, yeah, and I you didn't can't like really it. like say that. I did like, not the, like that. The, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't say that the Democrats are like, you know, the evil party that's like halting construction because that's what the Republicans have been doing for the last eight years. Yeah, it's just, I agree. Well, it's just the flaws of a two-party system that I hate that our country has to have. But, you know, there's, there's one side that's like in power and the other side that's doing everything in its power to keep the side in power from accomplishing anything or just making them look bad in general. Well, yeah, because that's why I hate with the Republicans. is like no matter what Obama did, because it was done by Obama to Democrats, they'd hate it and not vote okay, for it. Okay, I, re I remember one instance in particular where uh, it was about, like, Obama was giving a speech. I think it was after some kind of mass shooting. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. Did he bring up guns? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if it was, I think it might have been for Sandy Hook, I forget. But, uh, yeah. But, um, he like literally was breaking down to tears talking about you know this and it wasn't it wasn't even about like you know gun restriction because now everybody's mm. gonna point to that like oh he's yeah. just using it to move his own political agenda no he was talking about how like why do we have to live in a world where innocent people innocent children have to be shot mm. and he was tearing up like that was he was feeling genuine emotion i remember that uh like the republicans like in fox news just went ham on him about how he was faking it and about how he's mm -hmm. like, like, oh, tr oh, oh, Obama, did you, did you uh, practice really hard to get those tears to come <laughs> yeah, out? Like, yeah. they were being like, you know, <laughs> jerks about it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I remember that being like, holy cow, that's like, like, regardless of political affiliation, like that was a genuine moment that like, that shouldn't even be like politically divided. Like anybody should be upset about children, regardless of whether you're not want gun restrictions or not. So, I mean, like I said, it's just happened, like, with both sides. Yeah. Both sides have done this. Both sides have been jerks to the other side. It's, it's, it's whatever. The only time I thought tears were fake was crying Chuck Schumer. When he comes out and with Trump's uh, travel ban and he starts crying how people can't come in the country. I'm just like, Chuck, there's exemptions on it. These people are coming in. There's a little chaos at the beginning, which I did not like. But yeah. it's not the end of the world. He was well, crying over this, but he wasn't crying over 9-11. He wasn't crying over any mass shootings. So that's where I think Obama's was genuine. I think Chuck Schumer made his up because I've heard reports okay. that he actually does do this. <laughs> Even Glenn Beck is supposed to be done fake tears too. Like, you know, there's a right winger for you. Like supposedly Glenn Beck has made like fake tears on air. I'm just like, what type of person does that? That they fake their tears mm -hmm. to get people to like them more because i know what it is it's an emotional it's appeal more empathy yeah yeah and you win argument and you win support with emotion you don't make a lot if you if you're ben shapiro and you're like i'm gonna i'm a debate club college republican i'm gonna make some nice you know argument here it's gonna be so specific and i'm gonna sound so calculated good, good ben shapiro impression <laughs> I know. That, that sounded exactly exactly on, like, him, like point. him oh yeah on point. i'm not jewish enough to make the impression <laughs> right but he's oh like gosh. He's like a, he's like, he's kind of like, remember we were looking at Zuckerberg last night. Yeah, he's like he's a, a robot. Yeah, I agree. He is a robot. He's like, like. I can try my impression I, again. Okay. It's an illegal immigration. It's on 23% in the United States. We're going to go into this and we're going to go do that. And then it's going to go in and, you know, he's like, talks very fast. And I don't understand what he's saying. And that's like, okay, but we don't 
you're not you're making only logical arguments you're not i i, you're I, not do, making I do have jokes. to like ben shapiro for is like how much he appreciates logic and like yes the basic he's very smart i do like that i i agree he's very smart but he like i mean i'm i, I don't i don't doubt the guy is like you know i can be like emotional and stuff but I, you never see it from him he never ben has Shapiro's a he robot feels, he, he has yeah, no he never emotions feels like i never get that human connection with him so i well i like the guy you know he's not gonna if he ever wanted to run for anything meaningful you know to get elected he's never gonna win because of course he not. can never he can never appeal to you know people's emotions yeah because if you look at like compare ben shapiro to milo and that's what ben shapiro only shows emotions when he gets butt hurt over milo because milo's more popular than him and <laughs> he he would like get like so angry like he actually called milo alt-right which is the most dumbest thing to ever call Milo because alt-right people basically believe that all minorities should be kicked out yeah, of the United when, States. Wouldn't an alt-right person like burn him at the stake for being gay? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> one, he's gay. Second, he married a black guy. And oh, third, he's slept with black guys the entire time before getting married. Oh, How is he alt-right? Oh, <laughs> Somebody explained that to me. I mean, and Ben Shapiro pushed that narrative, the, the alt-right star Milo. So even Ben Shapiro can fall into, you know, spreading false rumors to... Oh, yeah. And that's Well, because he hates Milo. And he's got <laughs> this personal vendetta against him that's silly. I, fe- and I, I was hoping Ben Shapiro would be above that kind of thing, but whatever. He, yeah. Well, All Ben right. Shapiro doesn't really care about that stuff. You know, he cares more about money and profit and getting right. his brand up there but anyway yeah you, you said we could get off topic in this radio show right <laughs> yeah we can go off topic okay, okay we can go yeah. very far off topic we are very far last off topic. time like two weeks ago we were talking about like cars and like priuses so yeah okay. but it's still real news it's still real news all there's right. no fake news here all right um yeah so i think we covered that subject well the one thing i will mention uh i know you won't be interested in this but i am in other news <laughs> Uh, Trump is literally Hitler. Um, is he? <laughs> he wears a toupee. Re! <laughs> Have you seen those memes? It's it's like a Pepe that screams re, and that's like with uh, all these people like when they're saying he's literally Hitler. But yeah, we're toupee people. So beautiful. Yeah, and they actually had people on the campaign. I don't know if you saw us so come on the stage. And they pulled his hair. Yeah, he's like he's like because people. It. Would, I dare you. Well, yeah, because people would say he had toupee, and he's just like. Come on, come up to the stage. See? Check if it's real. Check it. And this woman, like, yeah. grabbed and pulled his hair. He's like, see? The, the hair might be real, but the way he stylizes it is not. Like, it's I don't know. It's beautiful. How- <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Good thing there's a dumb button. Um, <laughs> you know, I have not gone a single week without having to hit that this this year. Okay, good. We've all broken one. bad. Yeah, yeah you, know, you never told me at the beginning of this. I forgot. Policies like. I just knows that. That's why I kind of subtly hinted about it. Um, when I said like the opposite of heaven, because I was just like, oh crap, I, I forgot to tell him the most important rule. But we can say crap. You can say crap. Crap's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Anyway, rough transition. The one thing I want to say that I'm interested in is happening on Monday. I've, uh, there's a very important man coming to speak at Penn State, Austin Peterson. Not many you probably know about him because he's very unpopular. And not unpopular because he's crazy, but because he doesn't brand himself well. He's a founder of the website The Libertarian Republic. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, so he's he's a libertarian guy. But oh boy. what's big is that he's running for the 2018 Missouri Republican Senate seat. So he's a libertarian running as a Republican. Imagine my shock. Damn. And he he endorsed Gary Johnson for president. 
Which I have to sigh it because it's... <laughs> uh, I love Gary Johnson. Yeah. Gary Johnson. <laughs> Even you... Okay, we can at least agree. Gary Johnson is actually an idiot. Like, there's no way... I, I think Eddie Libertarian's kind of an idiot. I mean... Oh, God. Good thing my friend isn't here right now. He'd smack you. <laughs> um, but... You know, Ellison Pearson's a smart guy from what I've seen. I'm very interested to see him on Monday. So if you're here at Penn State, I think it's 201 or 202, Thomas, uh, 8 p.m. on Monday. You can go check him out. Uh, not going to be a very full crowd. Not, not in State College. Uh, yeah, there's not many. College, college Republicans are sponsoring this event. There's not many of us to begin with. So, <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Are you going? Oh, yeah, I'm going. Oh, really? Definitely. Yeah, I want to see him because I don't. He's He's kind of like. The libertarians know about him, and they like, they like love this guy. They're like Austin Peterson, oh my god, you know, because Gary Johnson's a failure. He's he's not a libertarian. <laughs> he's an idiot. I know where Aleppo is still, and he like, th- did you see that one interview where he had like? I, I haven't seen much of him honestly. Oh god, there are like cringe compilations of this guy. Like I had to look it up. Yeah. He he was on like a stage about like, I think carbon taxes or. St- or, Ooh, or carbon taxes. I know, it's you something you're going to love. Yay, yay, yay. It was even carbon... Okay, it may not have been carbon taxes. It was something to do with something libertarian-ish, and he just spurged out on the stage. Like, he was sitting in a chair, and he just fell on the ground and <laughs> started, like, fell. shaking and playing dead. Oh, my God, did he have a seizure? I, I thought he did, but he didn't. He was just acting. Whoa. Okay. It was so bizarre. In, in another <laughs> interview... Carbon tax triggered. Yeah, he was triggered. <laughs> he was, he was literally shaking. <laughs> And I, I, it was about carbon. It was something like that. But he also then in another interview of something else. I mean, again, I don't know the context of these interviews because guess what? It doesn't matter because he still acts weird. He just started fucking the global fungo. I don't know. It, that was how he was talking in the interview. He just he might have mental about issues. I don't know. He's libertarian, <laughs> so he probably does. <laughs> Libertarians okay. are good people. Some of, I mean, they, they get a little crazy. They have crazy. good intentions, but yeah. they're not—they're not practical. They haven't really thought out like how, the, like, their position in the real world. Like, yeah, they're idealistic. They live in their, they live in their fantasy lands, and yeah, you, and, and even have you heard the na- uh, non-aggression principle? What's that? This is okay. This is a libertarian meme right here. Okay. Basically, their sort of idea of like law is that. You know, since because they believe in no government, they think the only like prince law they call it a principle they'd have law. is the the NAP, the non-aggression principle. Where if you violate, if you, <laughs> I know it's already hilarious. Yeah. If if you yeah. violate the, um, why don't we all just take a nap, guys? Yes. Oh, everything would be better in Gary Johnson land. So let me guess, it's not aggression pack it means you can't do anything aggressive. Which it, concludes killing. Yeah. It, so well, that would be the only thing that'd be illegal is well, it's, any times of aggression. You nobody can do harm to you unless you're aggressive to them. So like if I so self defense. It's basically extreme self defense. Extreme self defense. If you if you do something that you know aggresses somebody, they could send as they joke in the memes a recreational nuke and kill you. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty far. But anyway, like I said, they don't live in the real world. Okay, so yeah, they're not practical. Big story that not enough mainstream networks are talking about because I hate the mainstream networks and they don't like talking we about all this know stuff. That. Yeah, we do. Anybody that's listened to this show knows that about me. <laughs> uh, but The Hill, who's actually, I say, is a pretty good outlook because they have some left, right, in the middle stuff. They have a mix of everything. They had a great report by John Solomon, who's a very, very good reporter. It's actually doing the work about 
Russia supposedly bribing the U.S. for uranium. Now, I'm going to read the first paragraph quote of the story because it, it kind of says it the best. Quote, before the Obama administration approved a controversial deal in 2010 giving Moscow control of a large swath of American uranium, the FBI gathered substantial evidence that Russian nuclear industrial officials were engaged in bribery, kickbacks, extortion, and money laundering designed to grow Vladimir Putin's atomic energy business inside the United States, according to government documents and interviews. Now, I looked at the story, and yes, there are FBI documents. This is an anonymous sources, or sources tell CNN that Trump is Hitler. No, these are actual documents that are recovered from uh, Freedom of Information Act of the FBI that show that Russia routed millions of dollars to the U.S. Um, you know, through multiple, like I said, um, money laundering, extortion, kickbacks, all kinds of crazy stuff. But there's also documents that show that Russia robbed millions of dollars to the U.S. to benefit the Clinton Foundation. And so that then raises questions of what was Bill Clinton involved in this? Did Bill Clinton, because Bill Clinton met with a Russian nuclear official during the uranium deal. Coincidence? Maybe, maybe not. And then that raises the question where the Clintons bribed into giving them the uranium. Because there's a history of this happening with the government, uh, sorry, government contractors that were trucking the uranium bribe them to give them uh, extra uranium that wasn't a deal or to even get this deal. That we kind of know already from the report. Now, the Clinton part's where the gray area gets in. Like, what did they do or not do? I don't know. Um, so maybe there's some Russian collusion here. I don't know. I'm you, sorry. The whole time you're talking about that, I was just thinking back to the future and <laughs> like, 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 like a bunch of Russians that like, come up and they start shooting Clinton for like, yeah. oh, uranium. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> It's no Great answer. It's, 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 no, it's no surprise that uh, the Clintons are involved in some kind of controversy. I mean, you know, they pretty much, that's, I'm pretty sure their Wikipedia page, the con- list of controversy they're involved in is longer than their actual professional career. I yeah. mean, it's it's something that, like, that's always been with them, especially Hillary. And, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I could believe it if there was some collusion. Yeah. Yeah, the the because this has always been developing. I know Trump talked about this and like Hannity and a bunch of other people were talking about the Clinton uranium one deal, uh, and and I think just people haven't looked into enough. Now they're finally doing some digging. They're starting to uncover stuff because the Clinton Foundation has had a bad record. They oh, did, yeah. you know, they've done some good oh, stuff, yeah. but the money's going or not going to places and not doing what they say they're going to do. So that's the whole controversy with this. I know I didn't fill you in enough on this before because I was busy today, but you know. This story has just been developing through the week, and it's probably going to get bigger. Yeah, um, but you know, it's if we're gonna if we're gonna play politics here, it's something that oh, Russia yeah. has been doing with both sides of oh, yeah. of trying to uh, you know people are always saying how Russia's like like Trump's Trump and Putin are in bed together. They're like you know there's a lot of collusion with that. That might be true. That might not be true. But no I evidence think, so far. Well, there well. But well, there is evidence I, Trump, of this. Trump Jr. would beg to differ, but anyway. Yeah, but he didn't collude, um, though. He showed intent, maybe, he, to he collude. Intent, he tended to collude. And, and I, even I, then, like, w- who wouldn't do that? Because I know you're going to say I'm defending him, but think of this situation. Because I didn't think of this till Scott Adams brought this up. Imagine if the Russians had vital information on the Clintons. Imagine that. Vital, vital like... Damaging vital def- information. Damaging, okay. Now... What what what's, what would be the Good Samaritan response? You don't collude with them. And what do you do? You call up the Homeland Security, the right. FBI, 
Would you let the home, the government, be the only people that know about this information, or would you sit on the meeting, know the information, not do anything with it, but know it, so that the government doesn't do anything dirty with it? Okay, well, that's getting into the conspiracy of you know the government is going to be super sneaky and hide it, which I can. I mean, that's happening. I don't before. trust the government. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Would you trust Trump's government? Yes, because Trump's for real. I don't trust. Some of the people that are working for him, I only trust Trump. I don't even trust Pence. I mean, you look at Pence. I think I t- did. I tell you this. I call him Mr. Clean because he looks like the Mr. Clean guy on yeah, the. Yeah, but, uh, but he has his hair. Yeah, I know he does have <laughs> hair, but he's he's so clean about everything. He doesn't have any dirty background. He doesn't have any like uh, changes in marriages. I wouldn't say exactly. I mean, well, there's the gay conversion therapy yeah. thing, but even that, like, he has. I don't fully understand if he like you know signed off on that bill if it was like something he indirectly did i i don't understand i've not looked into that as much as i should have all i know is that the guy like he hates gay people he doesn't believe in evolution he's a backwater you know kind of you know that that kind of republican that i really don't like yeah he's a hard line far righty yeah but the but the thing with pence is, is like you just look at the guy he always smiles correctly he's always looking the right right way he doesn't blink too many times you know, he's always carefully crafting his words. He's politically correct, if you will. He's extremely politically correct. <laughs> but he's just like, you look at him and I'm just like, that guy could have murdered somebody. And he just, you can't tell. I mean, he just is looks there, like the there, guy. Is there, is there some House of Cards vibes <laughs> yes. going here? Yeah, he just like <laughs> killed somebody. It's like he wouldn't blink or wouldn't show like an emotion the next yeah. day. He's like Frank Underwood. He's literally Frank Underwood. I'm just like, Trump, man, got to be careful with Pensy. Like, the silver fox, he's the silver fox and all, but, like, you got to watch him. You can criticize Trump all you want, but, I mean, at least it's Trump, like... You know what you're getting. Mur- yeah, if he, if he murdered somebody, he'd be bragging about it on Twitter. <laughs> he wouldn't be doing some elaborate cover-up. Last up. night, I saw Hillary Clinton on the street, and I took a big, giant knife to her back. There was blood everywhere, dot, 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 the next tweet. That, that's too coherent, though. You had to be, be like last night. I saw, I saw Clinton stabby, stabby, bad <laughs> woman. Uh, Fake news. We need to cure you of Trump the rage with syndrome. He speaks very well. You have to. I, I, we were talking about this last night, folks. Yeah. Okay, I need Sean needs to be my Trump translator because <laughs> I don't understand. Like he, like somehow he can understand the gibberish that comes out of trump's mouth better than i can have you so. watched how much like have you sat have you only heard sound bites of trump or have you heard him like a press conference or like a 10 minutes of I, a rally? i've heard press conferences and stuff oh I mean. his press conferences are awesome oh my god i love them because he just gives the media every punch to their face i love it anyways <laughs> what were we talking about russia <laughs> yeah russia stuff. um yeah, Russia is definitely to be watched out for for both sides. I mean, yeah. I think what Russia's doing is they're trying to play both sides against each other, which is probably their intention to begin with by yeah. uh, making it seem like... Well, they they did. I think that's been confirmed that they had, did interfere with the election to some extent. Uh, so... That's... They, they, did you see CNN? They literally had a story. I got the notification that said, Russia uh, interfered with the election through Pokemon Go. I... I started laughing so hard because that was the most retarded headline. Dude, you know what they claim they did? They they claim they just changed character names to like Black Lives Matter activists. And that was somehow interfering with the election with 12-year-olds playing Pokemon Go. I don't think anybody's saying that. So silly. They they were doing stuff like changing votes or anything. But I mean, 
my point was that Russia is like is trying to undermine our democracy of as course. best they can yeah. to weaken us, and they're doing it from the inside. They're doing it through very through various levels of manipulation that we don't fully understand yet. So, uh, but why this election? Why is it an issue this time? It's because Trump won, and they're making a big deal out of it. That's what. That's why calling crap on the media is because. The Russians have been influencing our elections or trying to for years. We've been trying to influence their elections for years and everybody else's. Mm -hmm. WikiLeaks has documents of us doing it. The CIA does it all the time. We're no angels. We paint ourselves as that for good branding. Right. But the Russians have been doing this for years. But ever since Trump won, they were so shocked. They couldn't believe that Donald Trump I don't think they won the shocked. election. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you see those election videos? Election oh, night videos? Russia? No, of, was of people Putin, was in the Putin? DNC crying. They were no, 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 literally no, I'm not crying. Talking about, I'm, not, I'm talking about Russia. Oh, no, Russia's not shocked. They, yeah, exactly. That's why. I'm, that's my point. Russia so knew, knew what they were doing. They were trying to, like, you know, get side, both sides against each other. And no matter what side won, they had Well, they were not shocked to, because they didn't care, I think. Putin would have rather had Hillary, I think, in office. I, I've, I've heard that argument made before about how Trump is more hard on Russia than Clinton would have been. Yeah. But, um... I, I still think that they were planning for both sides. I mean, I don't think, uh, I, I like I said, I don't think Russia would have, they would have been more outright supporting Clinton if mm. they were, if they didn't have a Trump contingency plan. But they which didn't. They, which they, I think they did. Well, I, yeah. I, I mean, they, they definitely probably did have plans, but yeah. like when you look at the history of the Russian ha hacking, I'm going to put that in quotes, yeah. they're, because this story's been going on for a year now. It's been a year. The, the 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 two bad things I think was Michael Flynn not disclosing his ties to Mike Pence that he had with Russians and Ukraine. That was bad, and I will admit that. But Mike, you know, General Flynn, say what you will about the guy, but he's like he made a stupid mistake, let's say. And I don't know if they did anything terribly bad that I know of. But the worst thing that I think the Democrats had was Don Jr. Because Don Jr. came the closest step to actual collusion, but he didn't do it. I think they have nothing now. I really think they have nothing. I think they had that story for a while, and they were waiting. Well, is, is, there, is there still the, uh, still the, the investigation. ongoing investigation? Oh, yeah. So there still could be some stuff going up. Like, I mean, I think people were, like, really hoping this Russia thing would blow up into impeachment proceedings. Yes, I get that. they did. I would yes. love nothing better than Trump to be impeached, <laughs> but... You got to look at this realistically. If there isn't any proof, there isn't any proof. Now, I was more open-minded than most people that there was going to be proof because I one thing I did not like was how Republicans were say, like trying to save his butt even though and like not not even like trying to uh, be open-minded to the fact that he could have like his uh, campaign could have possibly uh, um, colluded. Now, Regardless of what political party you're in, collusion on that level is bad. And regardless of what side it was on, Clinton mm -hmm. or Trump, yeah. you should, no matter what your party is, you should still be, you know, hold, like like interested in, in discovering the facts, you know, and not wanting to uh, brush this under the rug. It's just that, oh, well, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. So what if he did collude with Russia? It's Trump number one. Like, that's what I don't like about, you know, people playing football politics with supporting your team no matter what. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they're unreasonable to, yeah, it's tribalism. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's just like, I just don't like this constant CNN notification of <laughs> Russia news, hacking news, and it turns out to be nothing. Or Jim Comey, like he disputed a couple of their stories in his testimony. You know, it's always, like, I don't take them seriously anymore. I don't know about you, but Comey? like, 
no, no, no. The uh, uh, the stories about Russia. Every time I see like a notification, it says Russia did this and that. I I ignore it now because it's not because I don't want to believe it or anything. It's but because I know it's going to be a bunch of crap. And then I'll look into it later, of course, find out what it is because I want to keep up on right. everything. Right. And then I find out a week later. Oh, that's not what happened. Or oh, it's not quite this. So I just get tired of that, you know. And um, I was thinking of something about Russian hacking. I already lost my track. <laughs> Um, my Trump trade's off the track. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I don't think, because people, what's odd is like people frame Trump's campaign as disorganized. Like they were saying he was running a chaotic, disorganized campaign. Really? I've never heard of that. Oh, that's what the left was saying for the longest time. They're saying his campaign's in turmoil. He can't hire, you know, a campaign manager and keep them. And I'm like, well, if it's so disorganized, how could he collude with the Russians if he's so chaotic yeah. and disorganized? Yeah, yeah I'm not, I don't buy that. You know, if that's what you believe. Now, I, I think his campaign was smartly run. I think Steve Bannon took it to another level and made it probably the best campaign ever run. <laughs> ran. Me, English, good. Um, but, you know, I, I just... There's no consistency of thought on both sides of arguments a lot of times. I just get tired of that. But you want to transition to a new topic? Okay. <laughs> okay. Final topic. Oh, no. Oh, no. Second to last topic. The final topic is the fun topic. Oh, okay. Trump tweeted out today, and I quote, Subject to the... Re- re- English? Me English bad. <laughs> Subject to the receipt of further information, I will be allowing as president... The long block and classified JFK files to be opened. Yay! Nothing. Really? You think there's nothing? Oh, there is so nothing. I mean, if if whatever there is in the FBI's vault that they're signing, letting us see, it's been redacted. I mean, there is probably nothing new there. Then why not, has the not, CIA been lobbying against us for fifty four years? Because they want to. Because they want to save face. Because I've heard. I've heard this said that. Um, the re- like people the, the the reason they were like holding on to this so well is because it makes them look bad like that like it reveals information that maybe they could have done more to prevent the assassination I think that's them. definitely going to be in there Yeah exactly yeah. that's why I believe that they're so interested in like um keeping this stuff under under wraps but I don't think there's any like super big conspiracy you know Oh, there'll be more conspiracies coming out. I mean, there's going to be conspiracy theories. I'll give you that. (laughs) But it's not going to, like, reveal anything shocking that's going to change, you know, the way we look at history. It's it's, it's not going to be that. I don't don't know. It's going to come and pass, and people are going to... The the conspiracy theorists are still going to be holding on to their conspiracies. Oh, yeah. And it's just, you know... I I think a couple things here. One, you got to realize the significance of the JFK president, because John F. Kennedy... Was Yay, history lesson. Yeah, we're gonna learn some history Woo-hoo. today, folks. I'm your professor Sean. And JFK was very different present because he was very principled and he was for real, to put bluntly. And what I mean by that is there was a speech where he actually advocated for dismantling the CIA. I know it sounds crazy, but there's reasons why you could do that, you should do that or should not do that. So he was very anti I don't like to use this term because it really doesn't apply to that time, but deep state. I know that sounds a little maybe conspiracy sign, but think of it, he was kind of like doing things because he wanted to do the right thing. He didn't want to be influenced by lobbyists. He was more of a real natural president. Yeah. And he got assassinated. So the conspiracies opened up because of that. But the CIA isn't exactly friendly with JFK. And I think that's just very coinc- uh, coincidence, isn't it, that he's 
I'm not saying that CIA killed him. I don't think that at all. No, it was obviously Lyndon B. Johnson. It was, yes, it was. <laughs> um, no, um, no, that was fake news, folks. Fake news is not allowed here. But you know what's You are fake news. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, but, but we're I, kidding. What I do find interesting, like I'm not saying this is a conspiracy theory, but this is a fun fact for you guys. Ooh. What's interesting about uh, the assassination is that if JFK was never assassinated, we could have never gone to the moon in 1969. Because <gasps> the reason that our space program got into full force wasn't just because of... Uh, the Russian space race. It was because people like the the whole getting to the moon was one of uh, JFK's like top goals. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Like, and people and the re only reason the government is willing to fund all this NASA stuff to begin with is because you know we have to do it in memory of JFK. JFK would have wanted this, mm, you know. Yeah. So I, I I like to think of that as like an interesting uh you know what if like alternate reality JFK never gets assassinated. We don't get to the moon until much later because. Or maybe not even at all. Who knows? Because, we would have gotten there. I mean, yeah, but I mean, look at NASA now. Like, like yeah, we, but the NASA's moon landing was the, fake, bro. The the, the the budget on NASA has been down ever since. And so Trump it's bumped like, it up. So um, you know, it's just an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, but Ethan, the moon landing that didn't happen, bro. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that either. I mean, that yeah. I I think though the fact that they've been keeping this documents the the CIA has actively been trying to keep these documents quiet for so many years it means there's got to be something in there. I don't know what, but but when Trump but it's been redacted. Yeah, it's gonna, that that black highlighter was put to good use. I'm telling you, it's, yeah, probably <laughs> could it's, be. it's not gonna. I don't know. I, 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 I'm I don't, worried. Because, I don't think this is going to shake anything up. But like all the recent presidents have stopped this. The one thing, a good thing Obama did is he let the 28 pages of 9-11 come out. And guess what that revealed? That revealed that the Saudis, Saudi government and Saudi businessmen funded 9-11 hijackers. That is huge, huge and story. And the ban still doesn't apply to them. Okay. And it, oh, you want me to add it? We can add it. I'll petition to Trump to add. I love more countries on that Trump I'm band. just saying, if we want to be fair, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. we shouldn't let the country that funded 9-11 yeah. uh, free I agree. to our country. I'm I'm a, and that's what I'm afraid about. I'm afraid Saudi influence is so strong. Because I think, as much as I say Trump is for real, he doesn't get influence, which is why I think it shows big, you know, bigly, to use the term of Trump, oh my God, bigly. I hate you. I love that phrase. It's so funny. Um, it's th not a word. It's well. It's not. We'll see. It is actually. It's not B I G L Y. It's big and then league. L E A G U E. Like major league, big league. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Big league. <laughs> big league. Uh -huh. I get it. Trump translator here again. Yes. Thank Doing you. my thank job you for well. translating his stupidity to me. It's, okay. It's not stupid. It's fair. It's how he's he's talking like a typical New Yorker man. Throwing, being natural and throwing the punches. I love it. But anyway, what I was saying is that Trump is for real. He's not bought by lobbyists. He's not influenced by hardly anybody. That's why it's a, this is perfect um, evidence that he's for real. Because many presidents have stopped this. He's not. And I'm wondering, there's there's got to be something in these documents. And my brain Ooh. just keeps going. I'm just like, oh, what's when in there? They, when did they come out, actually? I don't know. When, I think it's soon, actually. Is there actually. Like a release date? Oh, is there, is there release a release date? Is there, is there, is there day one DLC? <laughs> I, I don't know. But I'll look it up right now. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just... 
you're gonna see Alex Jones just wetting himself when it comes out. <laughs> he's gonna be have so much. He's like, I got the documents. They're declassified. We're looking through him here. You know, he's gonna just going crazy. I, I, it's gonna be like that uh, one lady who was like, I have Trump's tax returns, and it reveals oh, nothing. Rachel Maddow, what a freaking idiot. She came on. She's like, I have Trump's tax returns. She tweeted out. It reveals nothing. No, it reveals. No, it revealed he paid taxes. That's what it revealed. And it, it revealed. Well, he she paid wanted the there to be a big conspiracy have. that he wasn't paying his taxes and there wasn't there. Yeah. Because you know idiot. why? He's not going to let you have his tax returns if he didn't really pay his taxes. Well, do you think he trolled her by giving her his own tax returns by leaking them himself? I think he did that. I think he... Well, I'm, That'd be a I mean, master I, I, troll move. I love it. I, 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 I'm thinking he might have... Uh, or, or his uh, financial team. I don't know if it was necessarily him personally, but I think that they let her have the one the year he ones. did pay his taxes fully. And not let her see all the other years where it was maybe slipping through the cracks. They still haven't found it. So I, I think he pays tax well. But any smart businessman and any smart person is not going to pay more tax than they have to. And that's what he has a record of doing. Uh, the National Archives, though, said that the JFK documents have until October 26th to disclose. They have, yeah, until October, ugh, trying to inject pronouns and, like, words into this So October 26th is the deadline. They have October 26 to disclose the remaining thousands of never-before-seen government documents of the 1963 That's assassination. That's going to be fun to sit through. Yeah, I cannot wait. I'm going to have so much fun okay. with this. It's going to be interesting. But um, What's our final piece of news to discuss? Our, <laughs> our final piece of news is the most most fun that the internet's going to have. Okay. You've heard of Shia LaBeouf. He will not divide this thing, right? Yes. He, For those that don't know, he started out with this webcam in New York that had a live stream and people come up and go, he will not divide us. He will not divide us over and over again. But referencing to Trump. Us. No, I'd say Obama did. And but Bush. He divided us. No, he's bringing us together. Economic nationalism will bring us together somewhat. Or the, you know, Trump haters are always going to hate Trump. But anyway, this was sort of his protest against Trump because let's be real, Shia LaBeouf, he's not in good movies. He needs attention. Hey, are you criticizing the Even Stevens movie? <laughs> I take offense Maybe. to that. I take offense to that. Hey, Transformers was his like top level performance. Let's be real. Like that was Oscar worthy. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Definitely. Yeah, a lot of confidence Mar in that. Marky Mark cannot live up Marky to Mark? Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I love Marky Mark though. I love I love him because he's like he went from people forget he used to be Marky Mark, especially kids our age. They don't. Oh, yeah. They don't know that he they, was Marky Mark. Like he was the the the. They 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 don't know what. No, I, Marky Mark. I know it's a shame, but Shia, he's always craving for attention, always doing publicity <laughs> stuff. So this is a part of it, and it started out as a webcam, which is fun. I had so much fun watching those streams, and then it shifted to a flag because somebody got shot in the area of like the webcam, so he had to shut down, <coughs> and. He then went to a flag, and you know 4chan, right? Yeah. They have a section called poll, which stands for politically incorrect. And these people are what we call, um, they are we, weaponized autists. That's a, you know, weaponized autism, let's put more directly. <laughs> these people, basically, they don't have a job. They sit around all day on 4chan. They, they read stuff, and they have fun basically trolling and doing crazy stuff. Okay, they like 
basically they just like trolling and they don't have a job. Their job is trolling. So they they freaking when he had his flag up on the live stream, they met, looked at the star you know constellations and the freaking tracks made by the airplanes matched it up found the location of the flag and took it down there had to be an easier way to do that no that's like (laughs) because it was the the, the angle of it you could only see the sky and the flag it was on a flagpole and they they tracked it down they found it replaced it with a trump flag and a pepe um you know and the make america great again hat so it was hilarious they keep doing this. They keep stealing his flag. Now he's, you know, after failing to live in a cabin for like four months, you know, he, I think he quit out on is that he thing. Like, <laughs> he was doing that. He was living in a cabin for four months. Yeah, he was living in a I cabin. Love and I, like, love, I love all the shy shenanigans. Like, remember the I one time too. when it's he hilarious. was like sitting in a room Watching and people were his lining own stuff. up? No, no, no. When he was sitting in a room and people like were lining up to like, like go in a room with him and yell at his face and he had like a paper bag on his head oh yeah 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 that, like, i remember the paper experiment. bag like that was hilarious yeah it's a bunch of modern art crap but i think it's hilarious in his case but you know he was he then did this thing called alone together where he was out in a cabin in like scandinavia and pole was trying to track <laughs> him down because they put up these like a, a mock-up of the cabin in an art museum and you'd go into it and he would like talk to you you know like through you text him and you could see him a live feed of his face on a screen in the cabin. Yeah. So they were trying to find him. They couldn't find him. So then he took the flag again, back to He Will Not Divide Us, put it on like a white wall and had a live feed of it. There's no way we could track it. Very difficult. I think Shia loves playing this game of Capture the Flag. This is the greatest Capture the Flag game on Earth. Yeah. So now he put it in France and he gave the location, there's a live stream of it, on a flagpole of a cathedral. Pole hasn't gotten it yet because it's very difficult to either do parkour up this thing. You know, all those Frenchies love their parkour. They could parkour up this thing and take the flag. But it's on a cathedral. Very hard to get, you know, like a, you know, dome. Yeah. You know, so you don't want to damage it. They're thinking of doing like drones where they could either put like a flame torch on and like burn it. Or they like clip it off and take it. They're, they're playing with everything here. So we're going to see what happens. But this is hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> it's the greatest captain to fly game of them you know, ever. I, I, I do like how he's like giving in to you know making this a big you know yeah like capture the flag like you said. It's <laughs> he's playing <laughs> he, with the he, trolls at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's playing with the trolls, and you know when you accept that who they are and like like in a game, you know, it's it's hilarious. It, it's delightful. It's yeah. I know, I love it. It's just so much fun because like every time this happens, like poll blows up. They like they they create a new Discord server. Like they have people that <laughs> chat like uh their plans. Like they, they have way too much time on that. They have so much time on their hands. It's <laughs> insane, but it's so funny. I love it. I mean, we've broken this man with the internet. It's great. Any last words before we go out for today? Um, Obama did 9/11, and Trump did 7/11. Yes. On that note. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Rio News.